Yeah, you want to put this in the beginning? Let's put this in the beginning. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I ended up going on Amazon. You know how people do thumbnails with like a whole bunch of like stacks of ten thousand dollars. You know the stock trading guy is like, I made all this money before I took a poop in the morning. Uh, I got some prop money from Amazon, so I might end up using that in a thumbnail. Or you shouldn't something. have told him it was prop money. Oh yeah, you should have just. Eh, I'm just using ten thousand dollars as a coaster. Oh well, okay. Well anyway, I'm going to be using ten thousand dollars as a coaster. Well, welcome back, everyone. This is the fourth ever. Mm. Ramsey. He's so excited. with that said, you guys, He's thank excited. you so much yeah. for watching. Yeah. So Ramsey was being uh, a bad... Oh. I wish you could see what's going on off camera. Uh, got this this new... It's like this vegan leather. And it was a really nice couch. And, uh, of course, Ramsey decides to jump on the couch. And you know how cats do the thing where they go on something with their paws? He started doing that on the couch. And it's going to leave these little holes in the couch. I'm like, no. That, let me tell couch. you, that couch is so nice. And that's one of the, like, I said that was probably one of the nicest couches. I've, uh, the design is yeah. crazy. It oh, looks yeah. super good. But um, <sighs> might have some holes in the armrests now. I, I just can't have him destroy the couch. He could he could destroy the, the rug underneath. The ottoman is something. I don't want to destroy that, too. But he's doing that. Oh, wait. Here he is. Well, hello. Yeah, I don't know if you see him on... No, you can't see him. We'll see. Okay, anyway. Yeah, you can kind of see him there. He's a troublemaker right now. Anyways, uh, yeah. welcome back to the fourth ever episode of the Iced Coffee Hour with mm. Graham Stefan. Thanks. And, uh, yeah. And Ramsey. And Ramsey Apparently. now, too, yeah. Um, we just want to thank everyone for the first three episodes. Everyone's been really supportive of them. And um, we're over, like, 50,000 views between all three of them, which is pretty cool. crazy. Nice. And we got monetized, too. That means that you guys can watch ads in this video. Exactly. Oh, how exciting is that? And so we should share how much we've made so far. Okay, so we've made $72. $72. Wow. And so, that's yeah, a few days. Uh, now, 72 but but you have to consider how much work went into that. I would say from actually filming the episodes, I would say 20 minutes of prep work, an hour of filming. Uh, Christine's one took, that was an entire night from like 8 p.m. to midnight Yeah, of doing that, plus... Editing. Editing. I, that one Thumbnails. probably took me like five hours to edit. It's less it was, than, yeah, we're probably making like $5 an hour for, for doing this right now, realistically. <laughs> so that's that's why you got to get your two free stocks from Weeble. That's why you have to click on the ads, watch yeah. them all the way through. Oh, we can't tell them to do that. But why? You're not supposed to tell people to watch the ads and watch them all the way through. Oh, okay. So don't do that. No, don't do that, guys. Don't um, don't get your two free stocks down below in the description with Weeble. And everyone was saying uh, there was issues with seeing it on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and stuff like that. Yeah. It'll be fixed. They're already all up there. This one will be up there. Cool. Regularly scheduled time, 9 a.m. Sunday. Cool. I don't know which camera to look into. Which Do I look into this one? Um, I would probably this look one. into... I'm looking in that one. I'll look in this one. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, that's really exciting. We got yeah. monetized $72 in the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, going to get reinvested soon. We're getting some new audio equipment. Yeah. So look out for that. Yeah. It's going to sound way better. My philosophy, honestly, when it comes to that, I know you want to go all out with audio. We should only spend the money that the podcast makes. I'm down So if the podcast makes a grand, spend a thousand. If it makes two thousand, spend two thousand. Just reinvest it, keep reinvesting it back in the But we should we should take a line of credit out because I think I think it really just makes sense to to get the some good stuff right in the beginning. We could pay for it then in the future with the um with the podcast stuff. All right, fair enough. All right, um, we could do that. But yeah, that's that's pretty exciting. Also, Graham, we didn't ever address this mm. on the podcast, but 2 million subscribers on the main channel. Did we not? I thought we did. We Maybe didn't address we didn't. that. Wow, okay. 400,000 cool. on the second channel. Yeah, wow. 
and uh, like 9K on the podcast channel. It'll be 10. Maybe. I don't know if it's going to be 10 by the time this posts. It'll probably be at like 85, 9. It's already at 9. That's already at 9? Yeah, we're already at 9. Wow. Very cool. exciting stuff. Nice. Thank Thanks, you guys. guys. So if, you're, if you're watching this, by the way, and you're not already subscribed, make sure to subscribe. Because the sad thing is this video is going to get more views than we're going to have subscribers. That's a problem. That means people are watching and they're not subscribed. But yeah, so. But yeah, pretty cool stuff right there. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, we also want to know what kind of content you guys want to see in here because that's been something that Graham and I have been really curious yeah. about. Do you want to see more finance and business related like conversation? Or do you want to see like every day just kind of talking about our lives, talking about what's going on, our plans for the future and stuff like that. And then bits and pieces of finance, like if there's any news or anything, just really let us know. Any comments, uh, criticism, always, always yeah. welcome. Cool. And also, we've responded to every single comment on the podcast so far. We're all caught up, and most comments in the future will get responded to. Cool. Yeah, Jack. Jack is going to be answering a lot of them. I I pop on every now and then when a video posts. I'm just I'm always there. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, lastly. Some of the top comments had to do with my posture and me not having a beverage. Mm-hmm. This time I have two beverages to make up for my previous lack of beverages. Okay. And I will be working on my posture this entire podcast. <laughs> what does that say about my posture? Was your posture really your that posture's bad? posture's good, man. Is it good? Yeah, okay, it's I'll really say. good. Okay, cool. Mine's just like my neck cranes because All I think right. I have a long torso. That could be it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So something that's really, really funny that I saw in the news, people are throwing away their stimulus checks. On accident. I, oh, on accident. I was about to say, there, there's no way they're doing that on purpose. No, it was, oh. a, it was an article posted in NBC News. People are literally throwing them out. Well, they just don't know. I've, I've almost thrown away checks. Uh, farmers Insurance has sometimes sent me like refund checks for things. And I just think it's spam. I just think it's like, oh, another one of these. I, I'm sure I've probably thrown out checks at some point. No, people are literally... Yeah. So the recent round of stimulus has been provided in the form of prepaid debit cards. Yeah. And, um, like, the way that they issue them, they don't say anything of it being, like, from, like, they you know, the government or anything. No, because then people steal them from mailboxes. Yeah, exactly. So people have literally been throwing them away. I mean, it's not surprising, but, uh, yeah, there's been a lot of theft for stimulus checks. Uh, people going through mailboxes, stealing stimulus. Uh, not the checks. Debit cards. Prepaid debit cards. It's just odd, though, that they would provide it in a form of debit cards because, like, there are so many things that you can't buy with debit like what about people like trying to pay their rent and stuff like that i mean there's probably ways around there are it, ways like, around it um there, there are ways around paying your rent with a with a debit card you can go and use your debit card to i believe get a money order and then you could use the money order it's it's for people that don't e- either have social security numbers or have bank accounts uh that's that's really what it's meant for what about the people that want to invest the money too like you said that there was this article about this person that invested their stimulus money bring that up talk about it Mm. it's a funny one she was 22 from louisville kentucky she basically said her stimulus was free money so she may as well she she may as well just play around with it and said that investing is like the easiest money she's ever made but but she's been doing well so far. Like she's she's almost tripled her money. And didn't she do like leveraged oil? Like- yeah, she invested in two time uh, leveraged oil ETFs and United, <laughs> of course. So between the two, she's more almost tripled her money. Yeah, props yeah. to her. And she says you can make a lot of money in in with no effort whatsoever, just investing in that's good double oil ETFs. Could be spent on you know very worse things. So honestly, I agree with that. I, I think if we look at the bigger picture here, a lot of people, I don't want to say a lot of people because I don't know the statistics behind it, but I'm sure 
some of the stimulus money has been wasted on things that just people don't need. I'm sure a lot of it goes towards necessities and bills, but I'm sure there's a portion of people out there who's just like, let me get a TV or let, yeah. me, let me get something like that. Um, and in a way that, actually, I take that back. In a way, the stimulus was supposed to be for buying things like that. Yeah, but wasn't it from like small family-ran businesses? Was that what they were, they were trying to promote that stuff? Yes, yes and no. I mean, at the end of the day, they want the money going back into the economy. And uh, having the money circulate back into the economy in the form of consumer spending is better for the economy than going and investing the money. Yeah, that's you that's know? fair. If, if so, I got my stimulus, which I didn't because I'm a dependent and I'm in college, yeah. um, I would definitely invest it. That's, I mean, yeah. there's nothing that I really would. Well, I mean, you're dependent on people smashing like buttons. Exactly. So smash the like button for the YouTube album. But no, and, yeah. But no, seriously, I mean, if someone goes and buys a TV, a TV with that, it's, it is good for the economy. It's better for the economy to buy a TV than to I would invest. Say invest. The, money. the smart thing would be to invest, I would say. Yeah. The smart thing would be to invest. So she did the smart thing she invested. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. funny if she watched the channel. Yeah. She saw the channel because I, um, I, I made a video on how to spend your $1,200 stimulus check. And I went through and I said, like, here's what you should do with it. <clears throat> if you have bills, you have necessities. Like, if this is extra money for you, two times you don't need oil. it. Leverage oil ETFs. <laughs> no, uh, United. No, but for real. And I mentioned, like, investing is a good use of the stimulus check mm-hmm. if you already have everything covered. And this is just bonus money. So maybe yeah. she watched the channel. She's like, listen, two-time leverage oil ETFs. It Here makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It will fuel the economy definitely more than buying stocks. The person I just bought a guitar. I bought a Stratocaster. Mm. The person I bought the guitar from bought a new Stratocaster with their stimulus money. Wow! So there we go. There we go. It's it's going back to the economy. That's the most important thing. It's going back to the economy. Exactly. Um, I just thought that was funny. People were literally throwing away like twelve hundred dollars. Catching up on the week, is there anything that you wanted to discuss? Anything cool happened in your life between you know the last podcast and now? Um, yeah, I think a lot of people didn't want me to talk strictly about investments, so I'll talk about non-investment things. Um, got two scooters. So Yay! That's a, that, was a, that was a cool thing. Been yeah. waiting for a while on these scooters. So I went on Amazon. You know the Lime Bird scooters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Amazon sells uh, a, another version of that that's way cheaper. They're like 280 to 300 bucks. Yeah, like made in China. Uh, something like that. I don't know where they're made. Uh, but anyway, so I got two scooters. So now instead of like driving somewhere, doing like a you know thirty minute walk or something, you could scooter just anywhere you want. So that's been a lot of fun. It's just uh, you, you end up saving a lot of money on on parking because sometimes like a lot of places to to, to if because you don't want to walk like thirty minutes. Right. But if you're going to drive, there's no free park. Like free parking is hard to find, or it's like you know a few dollars for parking. You could take these little scooters down there, and it's free. You don't have to worry about parking. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I've i been in the market for a scooter recently, and Graham buying this scooter, it really makes me want to buy one. I So far, I've been really happy with it. We'll see. A lot of people have said the scooters are broken after a few weeks. Oh, yikes. So I want to give it a few weeks to give my final recommendation on the scooter, but so far, so good. Well, if you guys see some guy driving like a lunatic, a scooter in the streets of LA. A neon green scooter. Just know it's probably Graham. <laughs> probably me. if Because if, it's the only neon green one. Like, it's it's literally, it's like a highlighter green is, Why'd uh, you pick that color, man? What's up? Why'd you pick that color? It matches the brake calipers of the Tesla. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. So I thought that was just kind of cool. Alrighty. But um, yeah, so what else? Besides that, I think that's that's about that's that's about it. My, uh, everything else is pretty boring. That's I mean, exciting. Your furniture here, we're sitting in a new... I oh, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we got this setup here. Yeah. So, so this so may this or may good. not be the setup for the future podcast episodes. Let us know if you like yeah. it. 
Um, I like it. Yeah, nice. yeah, I gotta get something on this wall right here. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I'd be looking Aquarium. for. Was thinking about it. It's unfortunately there's an arch right behind this, so you end up losing the arch, but. I do think an aquarium might look really cool. The other issue is it's, if we film the podcast here, you get a horrible reflection. Mm. And getting the lighting of the aquarium correct with us in front it would be difficult, but it's a consideration. Right, right. Yeah. Um, here, I actually think I need a... Yeah, I need a can opener. Is there any... You can't do it. I think this is... Imagine on the new table, it just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me grab one for you. What do you think the future is going to be like? Do you think people are going to be going to movies? Because AMC announced that they're going to reopen a lot of their theaters in this month. Yeah, I saw that. So it's going to be half capacity and they're going to require people to wear face masks. Um, I don't know. I think it would be fun to see the occasional movie. I think if there's a big movie that's coming out, A Quiet Place 2, I would love to go and see that in a theater. Would love to. Which one is The Quiet Place? John Krasinski. Oh, that's that what I one. Yeah, yeah, I just didn't want to sound stupid. Yeah, yeah. That, okay, that's, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's did the you, one. Did you watch the first one? I did. I loved it. And I was actually really looking for, uh, forward to the second one in the movie theater. Because it's like you don't get that same experience if you're watching it from a TV or from a computer. You have to be in a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. So there is that experience to it that I think will always be there. But I can't imagine them being as prevalent as they are now. Mm. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that YouTube's kind of taking over. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same for like mainstream media and like t- television too. I think that people are just going to start watching YouTube. And that's where everything's going to come from. They already have. And a lot of YouTube content is turning out like a movie. Like like people are really making these little films that are 20 to 40 minutes long that you could really just binge and they're really good. Shane Dawson did a great... Uh, whole, all of Shane Dawson's series I think have been phenomenal. I really mm-hmm. like them. And it is like watching a movie. It's like watching a Lord of the Rings trilogy, except that Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star. It's like, it's really good. And I think as long as you have a, a good TV, a good surround system, it's like 50, 60% of the same thing of a movie theater for no cost. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. It's, yeah. it's interesting to, to think like where exactly we're headed in the future. Is TV and like, you know, movies, because I don't go to the movies as is, but is it just going to be completely like obsolete? No, what's going to happen? Uh, you know what? Movies, maybe. Um, at some point, I think it's going to shift online. But what, the issue that, that I'm seeing is that, like, years ago, it used to be, like, you would have Netflix for mm-hmm. anything you wanted to watch. But then they had some licensing issues. And then, you know, some of the content's on Hulu. And then, you know, Disney started up their own thing. And then HBO is doing their own thing. And then you have YouTube. So what started off is, like, one centralized place for everything, Netflix. Uh, now you have to subscribe to, like, multiple different things it's turning out to be like tv channels again like they they got away from tv channels netflix and now it's going back to like you have to subscribe to all these different things mm-hmm. if you want all the content so you know that's why i still like youtube it seems like a lot of stuff is still just youtube based yeah yeah i think youtube's great and i think that uh one of the reasons why it's so successful is because so many people are putting so much content out there mm-hmm. that you can just pick like from a larger selection yeah you know what i mean I agree with that. I like the uh, the how to based nature of YouTube. Like like all the stuff. Like how do I do something? I'll, I'll look it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like I had an issue with Photoshop the other day, and I just I, I YouTube did, and and some dude was like had the same issue, and then posted it on YouTube. And I'm like, how, how did how how is this person? Like I would never think to myself, oh, I have this issue. I when you press uh, Command Y, it subdues the colors. And so, like, I typed in, like, how to make color come back Photoshop. And, like, some dude already did that. Yeah, but it probably had, like, thousands of views, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it just goes to show you, like, little tiny things like that. And I'm sure he's, he's making money from this. It's good. Yeah. yeah. Find a problem and solve it. Do you think, do you know the movie, obviously you know it, but have you seen the movie Wally? A while ago, yeah. Do you remember how in the movie everyone was in, like, these pods and everyone was, like, super obese and they were, like, going around. They didn't have, like, real human connections and stuff like that. Kind of, yeah. Do you think that, like, in the future, I'm talking, like, a hundred years from now, that we're going to kind of go into, like, a completely, like, we're going to, like, in for a massive change? I don't know. It's it's very much like the Matrix where they can plug you in. I think a lot of people would do that. I think if people were, like, I, th- I think a lot of people are just are suffering. They're not happy with their lives. There's no way to change it for them. They've lost hope. And I think for a lot of people to be able to, to plug themselves into something and have an entirely new reality, new experience, they would do it. I think a lot of people would do it. I think that's also a reason why, not everybody, but I think video games could be very yeah. addicting. It's because people want to immerse themselves in this other reality where they could be whatever they want. So I do think that if something like that were to, to come about, it would be a real thing. The issue comes then with, with um, uh, you know, sustaining your lifestyle. Like, where do you live? Where does the money come from? How do you pay for that? So there's got to be some sort of existence in reality but but assuming that someone could save up enough money and basically say i'm gonna live in a in a shack somewhere I, i'm gonna park my rv in the desert i got enough to live uh they could plug themselves in for like you know six days out of seven mm-hmm. you know i don't think it's going to be indefinite because there's there's just got to be someone watching over you to make sure like you eat and stuff like that i don't think that's going to i don't think you could plug yourself into a system and then have like a drip thing for your food and just be like <laughs> For years on end without like waking up from that, so yeah, but like I bodies do think, just can't manage. But I think the experience will be eventually so immersive that you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between reality and a, a, you know an illusion. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I think that stuff's going to get pretty popular too. Yeah. Like, do you think if you had the opportunity to virtually live the best possible life that you could live, would you want to do that? No, because I would be. First of all, I I feel like I'm living my best reality currently. Um. And I, I would be too afraid of doing it. I, I just wouldn't want to get, like, everything's going really well. I wouldn't want to, no, I wouldn't do it. Huh. Since you say that you think you're living your best reality, I was wondering, do you have, like, obviously, it's a stupid question, but, like, do you have any long-term goals that you still haven't fulfilled? Because you've been so successful these past 10 years that I feel like you've probably assigned yourself plenty of goals and then you just keep on achieving them. It's just things I want to do. The aquarium is a big one. I want to set up the aquarium. Um, that's like a short-term thing. Like, I'm sure that you could like give yourself short-term goals, like, oh, get a video that performs well. Travel. Travel is something I want to do. Um, van life, I think would be fun. I don't know about boat, boat life might be kind of fun too, but I think van life traveling is something that's a long-term goal of mine. Hmm. I don't know if I'll ever, a lot of people ask you if I'll write a book. I don't know if I'll write a book at some point. It just seems like a, a tedious thing to do at this point. Yeah. So since you don't, I mean, you have goals, but what do you think my goal should be? If you were in my shoes right now, what's the what's the course of action you would take? Like everyone's different, you know. I can't I can't answer that for you. What do so, you want? What do you want? Because a lot of people don't don't want what I want. Right, but I'm just yeah. I'm just curious. If you were in my shoes, would you drop out of college? Yes, immediately. Yes, and then what would you do? I would work for the Graham Stephan Show. That's <laughs> that's what I would do for real. I think th- I think there's way more potential going out on your own. Like like what what I see is that there's there's just there's not that much upside 
for for school and i think there's an opportunity that you have the advantage to take it you could you could go for um the worst case scenario is not really that bad i think a lot of employers are now realizing that the value of a college education is not what it used to be and i think a lot of employers would value the fact that you took a risk and you went off and pursued your own thing and uh did not finish school because you saw an opportunity and you went for it i think that says a lot about someone I, th- I think your 20s are the the best time that you could just hone in on work and, and make a name for yourself. I just think in your 20s. The best time. You got everything going So hone you. in on the Graham Stephan show. I think so. And everything. I'm biased. So obviously, I'm saying that. Because, uh, I mean, it benefits me too. Right. But uh, I think you in the same way can, can ride that same wave. But just continue editing the videos and coming up with... I think, yeah, coming up with other ideas. Like the uh, the... the the what you call it the mentorship dis- the mentorship that that was that was your that was your running yeah i mean you really built that up i mm-hmm. could i could not have done that without you so that was a good example of something where you had an idea and that idea turned into a reality within like two months yeah so just come up with more stuff like i that think and- more ideas like that and then it's figuring out how to grow it it's not so much like like the the mentorship uh, uh group by the way link down below in the description for anyone who wants to do that um we got a really good start, but then it became this bottleneck of growing it. Mm-hmm. And how do we expand it? And that's the point where I feel like needs some improvement. Mm-hmm. And I'm leaving this up to you. So I'm I'm really trying my best not to get involved in that. I'm focusing on the main channel, like, you know, everything else. This is you. Right. Um, so I feel like you had this idea, you grew it, and now it's about taking it to the next step but i feel like it's it's confined because there's something holding him back and i'm not sure if it's if it's if it's me if it's the if it's the promotion of the i'm not sure what it is but there's something that's limiting the growth what is that i would place more of your effort on that hmm. what's holding it back how can that be better instead and i love the podcast right but i feel like it became a thing and then you're like okay let's go to this over here the podcast the issue is that we got this thing that's growing it's doing right, really right. well link down below in the description but we could grow that. We, we could we could five time that in in six months. I mean, literally, we could take that five times to what it is now. Which, by the way, is a good a good. Uh, it's in the description, me. guys. Yeah, it's in the description. But it's a, <laughs> but it's a good idea to get in now because right now, I mean, our Zoom calls maybe have twenty people in them, so you get one on one time. Whereas in the future, you know, obviously, as it grows, um, you know, we'll still make time for everybody. But still, that's the advantage of, of now. But that, that's what I'm saying. It's like. There's a way to grow these things to the next level. Mm-hmm. Like when I first started the channel, it was it was going to three videos a week instead of two, mm-hmm. and uh, upping the production quality, spending more time on. It. I feel like it's there, but it's just you got to grow it. You know, I love the podcast, but put more effort into that. I think it's about growing those ideas. Interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're I welcome. appreciate that. You're welcome. Link down below in the description. <laughs> mm. One more thing I want to mention: um, complacency. It's really bad. I think I think with the um, the mentorship group, we've gotten a little complacent with that. Yeah, yeah, I would agree too. Because I have like tons of spreadsheeting and stuff I need to do, and sometimes I just like fall back on that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. I hired someone else out to do it. But com- complacency—that's the worst spot to be in. Because the issue that I feel is that you you have no uh, uh, no pressing factor on anything. So you don't There's think no, that I have the the drive or the? I think you have the drive, but there is no push. Like for me, a lot of my drive, like when I, when I bought one of my properties, I had no money in the bank after buying it and renovating it, like nothing. And I did that multiple times, but that was the best motivation for me to be like, okay, now I got to make money. How am I going to make money? I'm going to work even harder as a real estate agent. 
And then the end of the year would come around. I'd buy another property, spend every dollar I had. Like I would have a few thousand dollars sitting in a checking account. That was it. Mm -hmm. Everything else was in a property, but that was really good motivation. You do get a bit complacent when you have more money in the bank account. You kind of lose that uh, that motivation. No, that makes sense. I would hate – like I don't want to redirect or like blame the fact of being a student and working, you know, with you at the same time. But I – I'm going to be completely honest. Like I do take relaxation time. Like, like, uh, at night I don't really like working right before I go to bed. So right before I go to, like, I don't like editing a video and then closing my laptop and going to bed all the time. Like that's something like, especially if I've been working all day, it's hard to just like close it. Like I want at least like, or maybe not at least, but like around an hour or so Mm. of just like, you know, unwind and just like relax. That's fair. It doesn't mean you can't wake up even earlier and start the next day. That's true. Um, I will tell you, though, if you drop out of school, that is, that's your motivation right there. Probably. But you're, gonna yeah, do. you're going to be so nervous. You're going to be so scared about screwing it up that you're going to make sure you don't screw it up. Yeah. yeah. But also, at the same time, I just took my last final yesterday. So I won't be juggling school and work at the same time. We'll see how it goes. Review. But you're not going to have that, you're not gonna have that, that, that fear. Of just like I'll prove if you this, wrong. If this next doesn't podcast, work out. okay, fair enough. We'll see. Yeah, fair enough. Um, let's see here. Did you know that uh, Carol Baskins just acquired Joe Exotic Zoo? I saw that. What do you think about that, man? I saw that. Sixteen acres. Yeah, you know what? The thing is, she got a better lawyer. That that's all it comes down to. I think with stuff like that. Well, in my opinion, I mean, Joe basically admitted to copying her. Mm-hmm. and redirecting traffic and confusing its visitors. You know, I get where she's coming from. She had a good lawyer go and fight for this, and she won. So as unfortunate as I, I feel for Joe, because, I mean, the entire series yeah. really, it Sympathizes. seems like, sympathize with Joe, like you feel bad for him. You're part of his journey. You're not part of Carol's journey. It's mm-hmm. his journey. I bet if they made it from the point of view of, of Carol Baskin, people would hate Joe Exotic. Would yeah, hate him. Yeah, but they made it from his perspective. He's, he's a really likable guy. Um, but at the end of the day, he was he was caught in the wrong. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> the cat? The, listen, the cat over here it keeps um, scratching at the furniture. It doesn't. And it's got to stop. Yeah, and it's like, gotta get him to stop. He can't do that. Okay. Are you are you Team Joe? I would say I'm Team Joe, but. Um, it's it's hard to say between the two because they they both got a point they both got a side. I watched the first like three episodes. Couldn't watch anymore. Oh, I liked it. I don't know, man. It just didn't really captivate me. The first three episodes were good and it was a little crazy and stuff, but it just wasn't my kind of show. Fair enough. And uh, and yeah, I was I was Team Joe. Mm. I was totally Team Joe. And uh, it frustrated me when I learned she had gotten his his like whole thing, his whole zoo. I know. Yeah, but I'm curious to see what she'll do with it, and they'll leave it maybe season two. It seems like a lot of... There's a season two? Maybe. I don't know. It seems like a lot of people are on Joe's side. Mm-hmm. Like, a, a vast majority of the people but are on the Joe. show is made from Joe's perspective. But why if there's... But still, if there's so many people, like 80% are on Joe's side, how is nothing being done about it? Huh. That'll do it, man. Don't go to jail. Since we're on the topic of animals, yeah. what's up with these hornets? <laughs> why have you been... What what's up with them? I don't know. It came up front page of Reddit. I, I read it. I thought it was funny, so I mentioned. There's this. nothing that just sounds more terrible than murder and hornets <laughs> put together. It's like I, I don't know if you could say the M word on YouTube. I don't know if really because yeah they they YouTube transcribes everything in the video, so they know every single word that you're saying. 
Okay, well... Hornets. Hornets. Hornets, yeah. Yeah, M Hornets. Just sounds absolutely terrible. They have um, made 50 people per year in Japan become deceased. Wow. And they're two inches long. See how I avoided the K word? Yeah. Look at that. Two inches. Um, And they have officially entered the United States. (laughs) (laughs) Officially. I love that. Officially. So watch out, guys. He's like, okay, they officially, they're in the United States. Watch out, everyone, uh, for these hornets. Wow. All right, so we're going to move on to the Gmail question segment. Yep. Uh, I'm Jasper. I'm 15. I'm from Australia. I've been watching your videos for ages. They're super interesting. Uh, I was just wondering, when you're a child, um, what did you want to be when you were older? Like, I want to be a vet. Oh, I want to be a doctor. Yeah, what did you want to be? Cheers. Cool. Um, Yeah, so at first, I wanted to be a marine biologist. I'd say that was big when I was like seventh, eighth grade marine biologist. And then... After that, I wanted to be a drummer, like a professional drummer in a band or a session drummer. And then I thought, uh, wait a second, they don't make a lot of money. So then I wanted to be an investment banker. But then I realized, well, you know, there's a lot of schooling involved in that and a lot of hours. And uh, then right after that, I became a real estate agent. I became what I wanted to be, but uh, it wasn't what I originally wanted to be as a kid. It was a marine biologist was was first. Yeah, okay. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a firefighter, mm-hmm. and then when I grow when I grew older, I wanted to be a real estate appraiser, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, but your dad does real estate appraising. My dad's yeah. a real estate. appraiser. Otherwise, for a kid to be like, I want to be a real estate. No, appraiser. yeah, I would when tell I like, my up, teachers yeah. that and stuff. They like, what? yeah, what, where did you get that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, that guy was fifteen. Yeah, I know. He did. Yeah, you said, you said he was fifteen. I did. I did not sound like that when I was like fifteen. Twenty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me neither. He sounded like he was twenty-five. Uh, yeah. I don't sound like that now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Same. <laughs> even I don't. Sound like that. <laughs> well, props to, props to him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here, let me. Uh... He's got a good narration voice. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. He's got a cool accent too. He's from Tasmania. Hmm. Hey, Grandma Jack. This is Chris here. I had a quick question about Amazon affiliate commissions. I know recently Amazon cut their affiliate rate, and I was wondering how it's affecting Graham with his own Amazon store that he has. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, really. <laughs> Just have that on loop in the background. <laughs> uh, yeah, good question. Really, not at all. Um, Amazon affiliates for me makes up such a small percentage. I mean, it really, compared to everything else, it, it's so, it's small. Compared to, you know, even I remember my first entire year doing Amazon affiliates, I think was like, I made $100 a month on that total, my first year of doing it. So it's, it wasn't much. So no, it's, it's not affecting, it's not affecting me whatsoever. Hmm. Um, I've always wondered, what if you just set up an Amazon affiliate store? And then whenever you're planning on already buying something on Amazon, just adding it to your store and then buying it off of your store. I don't think it applies to yourself, but I'm sure if you had someone you else buy it through your link, maybe. I, I don't know. It seems like a, like a pain to do that because of su- it's it's such a small percentage. Like sometimes it's like 50 cents you'll get on something or sometimes it could be like a few dollars. I don't know. If, how much that's really worth it. But if you're savings. buying something really nice off of Amazon, like a MacBook Potentially, or a camera, but then, but then just... you're also taxed on that money that you're getting from Amazon. So it's like, even though you might make like six bucks, paying tax on that after tax, it's like three. That's true. Is it really worth, you know, I don't know. Maybe it is. Would you ever get a tattoo? No. No? Why not? I just, uh, I just don't want to put something permanent on me like that um you know as a kid i really wanted like i thought it was so cool like like i wanted a pirate tattoo when i was like eight like an anchor or something uh, 
no, like a skull and crossbones. I thought that would be like a really cool thing to do. And I used to have these like, you know, fake tattoos. Um, other, otherwise, no. I'm just personally, I'm not a, not a fan of tattoos on me. Yeah, neither am I. I'm no. not a huge fan of tattoos. I couldn't see myself ever getting a tattoo. And then people always say, but what if something like super significant in your life happens? Yeah. You know, would you get a tattoo of that? I'm like, no, you know what? That that so. was that was what I kind of thought too. If if something really significant happens, would I get a tattoo? You know, maybe I don't know. Sapphire wish... Reserve raises the the cost <laughs> of like the seven. Sapphire yeah, yeah, Reserve. exactly. Um, you know, I I just wish that tattoos were like removable, mm-hmm. like easily removable, because I think they look cool. Like I think having like a full on sleeve looks cool, but I would love the ability to be like, okay, I'm tired of this. Snap my fingers and it's gone. So you do yeah. it. If it weren't permanent, obviously, like, I think it, I would do it. If it were not permanent, if I could just decide, like, okay, tomorrow all of this is going to be over and I'll go back to normal, I, I would be highly likely to do it. So only for a day, maybe a few years or something. I think like it might a full-on cool. sleeve. Yeah, but whenever you get tired of it, just snap your fingers, it's gone. But that's that. That's not the point of the tattoo. The tattoo is it's because it's permanent, and I I just don't like putting anything permanent on me. And if something significant happens, like I would rather get, like I would rather buy a watch, like uh, like thirtieth birthday. I thought maybe like it might be a good idea to to buy a Rolex. It just being symbolic, I've always wanted a Rolex, and uh, I thought that would be really cool to get the watch of like a Rolex Daytona. I really wanted one of those. I thought thirtieth birthday is a good like it's a milestone, and that's something you pass down to like the next generation. But uh, then I thought, yeah, you know, that's kind of silly. I'll just invest. Like it's better to invest. I'd rather invest, so I did that instead. But, you know, anything permanent, you know, big like that. That was your birthday present to yourself, investing? Just invest it, yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do with a Rolex? I mean, that's the thing. It's like, what am I, it's, uh, the Zenith. Put it on your other hand. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine <laughs> that. Just two hands, all my videos. Put one on What's your on ankle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It, it's, I know what's going to happen with that. I would uh, never wear it because it's too nice. Yeah. I'd much rather just invest it. So, but I see this as an investment. Like, you'll spend thirty thousand dollars on a watch that over time might be worth forty or fifty. Like, I, I could have bought the same watch, by the way, four years ago. The same watch, the Zenith Rolex Daytona stainless steel, for like thirteen grand, and now they're thirty. I don't think you should view watches as investments. Like, I wouldn't say that. Like, it just does. It doesn't make sense because it's it's too gambly. Ramsey's jumping on furniture. I got, he's got a spray bottle here. See, see how quickly you stop when you put the spray bottle here. Wow! Can't be doing that. So you yeah. would you would call it an investment? I feel like you can justify the purchase of a watch just because you like it, and then maybe maybe preferring a watch that could maybe retain its value a little bit more, contrary to a watch that just depreciates a ton. Mm. Like that makes sense. But saying that like I could buy it as an investment. Maybe it's the same thing. Maybe it isn't. Same thing I just with art. Like, you could you could buy a lot of art as an investment. That's quick. It works. <laughs> I don't know. When you meet people for the first time and they ask you, what do you do? What do you say to them? <laughs> I, I never tell them YouTube. You Ever. don't? I never tell them YouTube. No. Because cause then what happens is they're like, oh, let me go. What's your YouTube channel? What was it about? And then I have to explain the whole thing. And then they look at it. Oh wow, you have two million subscribers, and then all the videos are how much money. It's it's it's. it's I would rather them find it organically. So I always tell people, "What do you do?" I'm in real estate. You just say in real estate. I'm in real estate. Yeah, I don't because then if I tell them I'm a real estate agent, the first thing they ask then is, "Oh, how's the market?" I don't want to explain to everybody how the market is going. It's it's like any parties you go to. 
real estate agent. Oh, how's the market? I explain how the market is. The next person, what do you do? I'm a real estate agent. How is the market? I explain how the market is. I'm, I'm in real estate. I feel like when, yeah. <laughs> when you say I'm in real estate, it's like the wealthiest response. <laughs> it's like it's like vague, but yeah. also like, oh, like, you know, this yeah. guy. I guess so. I'd like to leave it back because I don't, like, contrary to YouTube, I don't like talking about myself Oh, he's getting all hyper. I don't like talking about myself that much. And if someone's asking me a whole bunch of questions, like, I just, I don't, I don't feel like, I hate small talk, mm-hmm. I guess is really what it comes oh, down yeah. to. yeah, yeah. And it's like the formalities of like, oh, what do you do? Oh, that's interesting. What made you get into that? Oh, cool. How long have you been doing that for? Oh, cool. How's the market going? Oh, yes. Let me tell you about, you know, my far long lost cousin who bought a house and his whole experience buying a house. I'm just sitting there. I was like, I'd rather just, you know, not, not get into that that's all yeah it's super difficult for me to do the same because yeah. people will say like oh, like i'll be like oh i got work or whatever and they're like what do you do and then i'll be like well i i created like this program i edit videos like i i mean now i'm probably wouldn't mention the podcast or anything yeah. <laughs> 72 dollars but yeah it's it's really really difficult for me the same so i just say like Oh, I do like marketing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do marketing. And plus, for me, real estate, it's like most of my money goes back into real estate anyway. At the end of the day, you know, YouTube, real estate. It all goes into real estate. So real estate is, is you know, You're real really the guy. backbone of everything. Big real, real estate, estate guy. I, I wouldn't have the YouTube channel if it wasn't for real estate. Yeah. So real estate is really what I, what I you know, it kind of got brought up from, I would say. Do you think you're more of a real estate expert or a YouTube expert now? Ooh, gosh. I want to say that's 50-50. So if someone's going to ask for consulting on one of those two, you would you would say like... That's a tough one. A I, right now, I have more fun talking about YouTube. I would say... Because um, you're making more money off it. I mean, in, in a, <laughs> yes, but it's also, it's like, it's, it's new and it's exciting and a lot of it's changing. And real estate, I think the investing principles of real estate really seem to be consistent. It's, it's, the, it's the same thing. YouTube, I feel like, is constantly evolving, and I'm really excited about talking about it because it's it's something new. Um, real estate for me is something I, I've just done now for 12 years. It's been 12 years, and YouTube is something for a few years. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm really excited about talking about something that's new. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, I almost just choked on the. Oh, this is lemonade, by the way, for anyone who's wondering. This is a uh, lemonade. I almost just choked on my lemonade and spat it all over mm-hmm. myself, and that reminds me. The first time I ever met you in person, I've told you this before, mm. but no one, they don't know about it. All right. Okay. Um, we, we, we met uh, at the O Group, and then we walked across the street to this burger place or mm-hmm. this restaurant. I ordered a burger and a water, and the first sip I took of my water, I spilled it all over myself. And this is the first time I've ever met Graham, and I spilled it all over like my crotch area region, mm. and uh, Graham saw... And we both looked at each other. In the, <laughs> we both looked at each other in the eyes, and then just like didn't say a word about it. Like I just like dumped probably like a pint of water right there, just and we just look at each other, and then we just moved on. Just ignore it. Yeah, that's so funny to me that that happened. Oh, when but. you were a kid, did you ever do those things where like you'd be in a room with an animal, and you just like, come on, you can. It's just me and you here. We could talk. Oh, all the time, I tried to talk to animals. All or, the time, I still I still talk to Ramsey. Still talk to him. Like like he knows what I'm talking. About. Like you don't don't. Uh, you know, put your paws like like the scratch the. I, you still talk to him, but like yeah. that's like commanding. Like if you were just alone in a room with Ramsey, would you ever still just be like, "Come on, if you're gonna say something, just say it now." I've done that before. Not with not with Ramsey. I've given up. I've given up on cats. Cats are too. They're they're. They've got a mind of their own. 
I know he's plotting to take over the world at some point. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to mess with that. <laughs> I'm just going to hope he spares me at the point where cats one right, day right. rule everything. Like, I will be spared. Okay. But uh, not anymore. Hmm. No. What about, like, other stuff like trying to use the force? It sounds so stupid, but, like, on occasion, like, if I were sitting here, there's a chance. Small chance, but there's a chance. I would still look at that candle and I would think I can, I can put those flames out. I, I tried doing that after the movie Matilda. Did you ever see that? You were probably 12 at that time, Some, right? uh, Probably younger than that. When Matilda came out, which is a classic with Danny DeVito, she was able to move things with her mind and could go and like move that up and down. And she had this magic power. I thought like I could do that. I thought that was real. Never happened, but uh, Never no, happened. I, don't do I don't do that anymore. So now since stores are starting to open up, what do you think is going to be the future of our economy with this whole thing? I mean, it's not at an end, mm-hmm. but it's we're rearing near the near the end. Yeah, it seems like employers are taking advantage of their employers uh, employees coming back. It seems to be commonplace now that uh, a lot of the furloughed uh, employees are being asked to come back, but with a pay cut. And employee uh, employers kind of know that, like, listen, they got you because they're guaranteeing you a job to come back, but it's at a twenty five percent discount. Do you take it? Or do you risk yourself in the job market going back into the unknown, working for someone else that you're not sure if they're hiring or not or how long you'll be unemployed? So it seems as though people are being asked to come back, but with a pay cut. That is a bit concerning. Uh, In a way, you know, as far as business is concerned, it saves businesses money. It's not good for people. So I think we're going to see a comeback, but I just think it's it's a good excuse for people not to pay employees as much. And uh, not hire as many to come back. I think it's going to be a major restructuring that uh, a lot of employers can have one person do the job of two. And and that one person who's doing the work of two would be happy to come back because yeah. they got a job to come back to. So I think that's going to be the biggest impact. I'm just scared, like, will this ever happen again since we've already set precedent that, like, like what if we get another disease i think not a disease illness i don't know i really don't know i think if if it's severe enough and it warrants another shutdown we'll be prepared to know how to handle that so i think we'll be in a better position the next time but uh you know bill gates has said something along the lines of it's going to be more common that stuff like this would happen but but we have the opportunity now to at least understand it a little bit better and we know how to prepare for the next time so i think we'll be in a better position the next time we'll see also, I'm sorry, I've been thinking about this this entire podcast. How do I stand straight when this is going to be I don't know. I feel like, like my posture is probably bad. It's probably the camera angle that's making my posture look better than it is. Do I, I sit know. like this? Because then I'm like talking down. Yeah, no. Nah, it's like, just slouch. Who cares? Who cares? Don't slouch. Um, the final or the only gag question that I have on this one is, um, what was the first person that milked a cow trying to do? I would I would say that's a good question. I would say that um, probably seeing calves nursing and oh. thinking, wait a second, if I need some sort of sustenance, um, maybe there's something to this. And if it's safe for a calf, it's probably safe for a human. That's what I probably think. I don't think anyone's sitting there looking at the udders, being like, oh, I can milk that. I think it's something visually someone that's sees that happening. Such a good answer. Then, yeah. So for anyone who's made it this far, we do accept the audio submissions that we can answer. Uh, feel free to send those to 
gramstephanpodcast at gmail.com and we'll answer your questions there. Um, also, regarding what kind of content you all want to see here, just make sure you, you, you let us know. We'll keep doing whatever we're doing right now, but mm-hmm. if we see that people want to see something else, you know, feel free to let us know and by all means, we'll be willing to like, you know, make any change, even when it comes to the physical setting of this podcast. Oh yeah, a lot's going to be changing, I would say over the next maybe like a month or so, two months, and we're taking all of your advice and critiques into consideration. Everything from, you know, what we do with guests uh, to our audio, everything, we're working to improve it. So just bear with us in the beginning and it's all just, it's all going to get better. Every episode should hopefully get better than the previous one. Mm -hmm. We're still learning. You know, this is only the fourth episode, but we should be getting better. And uh, really appreciative of you guys for listening this far. Um, anything else you wanted to say before we... uh, hit the like button, get two free stocks, a mentorship group, $1,400, two stocks, uh, like button, subscribe, anything else I'm missing? Instagram. All right, guys. So cool. with that said, you so guys, that said, thank you so much for watching and, uh, until, until next time, until next time.